once again crossing the country by the National Indigenous Radio Service. Broadcasting from the studios of Gulati Media here in Broome, the country of Yarrow people. And in fact, what a fluke, our first guest who is representing a traditional owners, Andrew Virk, has a Warompi band t-shirt on with my island home. Andrew works with the future acts and cultural heritage. Talking about uh, heritage and the cultural significance of monitoring and development, that's what Andrew does in his uh, future acts department over there at Yaru Nyambaburu. He joins us in the studio to focus on the work that NBY is currently doing as it's very much a busy morning here on premises with the, the workshops going on reflecting this voice and uh, wording a Kimberley version. You'll also be invited, as you're more than welcome as a community member, to join members a little later on at 5.30 for a community barbecue to get an idea of uh, what's been talked about uh, during uh, today's uh, consultations. Uh, Andrew Burke, first, <laughs> welcome. Good morning. Good morning, Sandy. Great to be back here again. Yeah. Got your T-shirt on. I have. What a fluke. Yeah, it sure was. I was in the waiting room and um, that song came on my island home and I looked at my shirt and I've just got this on the internet. Arrived in my post box a few weeks ago, so it's a nice warrumpy band T-shirt. Love it. <laughs> Last time we spoke to you, your twin sister was in town and you were celebrating a birthday together. That's right. Um, I don't know. I was reasonably new to town then, so my sister came up in, I think it was June last year, to celebrate our birthday, my twin sister, so yeah, that's the last time I was here having a chat with you, so it's lovely to be back. You say you're fairly new to town then, how's settling in been? Yeah, great, really um, been enjoying this uh, wet season, lots of rain and storms and lightning and stuff going on, so um, yeah, pretty excited and yeah, nice to um, slip into the, the new uh, new season, still hot, but um, hopefully the humidity drop off and we can uh, start enjoying swimming in the water and getting out and about a bit more. <laughs> getting out and about, enjoying the dry season. In fact, you've got uh, cultural monitors out there at the moment looking at uh, developments uh, that are happening currently here in the Broome. Yeah, that's right. There's been um, a lot of work during the wet season, which um, generally it's not not the norm because obviously it's it's pretty hot. But um, yeah, there's a lot of um out at uh, the Broome Industrial Estate just on the other side of Cape Levick Road. There's um, doing the stage two of that um, development. So um, we've got the Yaru Cultural Monitors there walking um, in front of the uh, dozers and excavators, and when they're doing the clearing, make sure um, nothing sort of culturally sensitive or significant is is being unearthed and um, yeah, that's been going on since about late late January. So, um, yeah, there's been lots of work happening out there. And in fact, uh, culture monitoring has been going on since Yarri Nyambaburu had been established. 
with native title rights. Absolutely, yeah. That's obviously a, a strong part of, you know, sort of getting your, your native title and, um, you know, your, your main focus is looking after your heritage. So whenever there's sort of big things or developments or land clearing or any sort of um, things like that happening around town in the Nyari, we just want to make sure everyone's um, focused on, you know, looking after heritage and, and with our monitors on the ground, if there's anything that's dug up, which is still happens occasionally, um, they're the monitors there to, to, to look at it and, you know, it, where that might be sort of bones or something rather, they can sort of identify if there might be some of their old people that have mainly been buried there or, or some other artefacts or cultural material and they can um, sort it out or they can get back to us and we can come up with a plan to, to, uh, to manage that. Andrew, just to recap for those that don't know what the uh, Future Acts is all about, tell us more about Future Acts and cultural heritage. Yeah, sure. Well, Future Acts is a, just a general term um, that it might be any sort of um, act or grant of a, like a mining tenement or like a um, tenure or some sort of project development that um, affects Yaru native title rights. Obviously, Yaru fought long and hard to get their native title rights and, and now this, this sort of, um, well, I wouldn't say drag, but drags people to the table to make sure they, they engage and consult with Yaru whenever they're doing any sort of works on the ground. So, as I said, whether that's a grant of an expiration tenement or some other sort of um, approval or works that happens on the ground, that they need to come and talk to the Yaru PBC and we'll... Um, talk to the the directors or the law bosses depending on what the um what the project is and a lot of this is sort of legislated as well so there, there is a process particularly with mining tenements they um they need to come and talk to us and uh yeah it's a lot of it's just based around as i said at the start protecting yarra culture and, and sites and of significance which um is our most important important role i reckon did you get called upon a lot to carry out procedures such as that? Um, a little bit. It really depends on... I actually used to do this kind of work down the golfers and there was mining tenements left, right and centre, like the whole of the golfers around Kalgoorlie. Obviously, you know, everyone knows that's a big mining, gold mining district, so that was a big process there. Um, not so much up this way in, in Yarra country. There's a couple of tenements um, out on Roebuck Plains that we sort of deal with, um, Kimmy Mineral Sands, but... Um, yeah, it's a different kind of environment, but yeah, still at the end of the day, we're all trying to do the right thing and um, protect Yarra culture and make sure everyone's on the same page and doing the right thing. So how long will the monitoring be happening for? Uh, it's hard to say. Obviously, because of um, the, the the weather, we've been having the storm blowing in in the middle of the night, um, so it's been delayed a fair bit. But I think for that project, maybe another um, another month on and off, and um, after that, no, there might be some other bits and stuff happening around town. Um, Watercorp, they're doing their um, doing some work out at the um, the wastewater treatment plant. We've been monitoring some works out there, and obviously um, that's all related to their um, their plant in town is going to be decommissioned. So I think a lot of people around would have seen when they were digging the new, putting the new pipeline in around town and across the marsh and up to Waddle Drive. That's all been. Um, in the ground now and I think they just need to connect it up so and we've had monitors there um, in those important areas around one mile and uh, along water drive and other areas so it's really important that we've got monitors there on the ground. Mm. 
Uh, that's certainly been noticeable with those uh, pikes being readjusted and uh, the water corps uh, move uh, yeah. with uh, the old uh, sewage farms there. Mm. And in fact, it was only recently brought to my attention that there's uh, a bit of a spot near the telephone boot at the top of Savile Street uh, that uh, looks... Uh, yeah, fairly damaged, uh, perhaps uh, through uh, yeah, cave-ins and works that have been done there. Andrew, thank you for coming in. Pleasure. Thank you for bringing a smile to our dial, wearing your war on shirt <laughs> like that. Great. Thanks for having me, Sandy. Andrew Virick from Future Acts and Cultural Heritage at Yaru Nyambaburu.